from the desk below. Welcome back from the desk below. I have with me one hell of a producer. Uh, if you don't know of him by now, then you're sleeping. Uh, for without further introduction, uh, I have my brother Diz on the phone. What up, Dell? What up? What up? How you doing? Uh, we're doing pretty good. How are you doing over there in Michigan? Doing pretty good, man. Just chilling. What's going on? I was going to say, uh, for somebody who uh, has been on the go since, uh, what, January? Man, uh, you show no signs of stopping. So I was just curious, um, when did you first find your passion for production? I just want to, I'm just curious because, wow, you yeah. can flip one hell of a sample. I appreciate it. Um, I started, I got to say, when I was like 14. Actually, I've been, I've been writing uh verses i was uh rapping before i even started making beats uh but the only reason i actually started making beats is because i was 14 didn't know how to get to beats and my my uh best friend uh smurf knew how to make beats so i just kind of was over his shoulder you know what i'm saying watching him do what he do and then i kind of picked up on uh fl studio at first uh, and I just started making beats from there, uh, just <laughs> so I could have something to record on, on my little cheap mic at the crib. But that's how I started. But then I started finding my niche. I'm like, I'm really pretty good at these beats. So <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> just kept uh, upgrading, updating my sound and, and studying the greats. Like, the, um, like I listened to a lot of, uh, well, at the time in high school, I was listening to stuff that that other people kind of would deem a little older in my age, my age bracket at the time. So, but everybody kind of was listening to Jeezy and uh, like uh, like Ti and like yeah, where yeah. they like down south was really popping when the trap I, era was really coming up. Right, right. I was around like two thousand four, two thousand five. So I was listening to NWA. I was listening to the Chronic album. Okay. <laughs> All these albums I couldn't like. I had to sneak and listen to because my parents wouldn't cop the cop the album for me. So I was doing I was doing catch up. So I had to start from back there before I moved on to Jeezy and Ti. So a lot of my sound is West Coast influence because I listen to it so much. Okay, um, and I think that's why it rings off so well on the on the west on the West Coast. Um, did you like really dig deep and like to the West Coast when you started discovering like music from the nineties? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I. I'm sure there's plenty that I'm I don't know, but <laughs> I was listening to Compton's Most Wanted. Um, okay, I was listening to uh, Yuck Mouth, DJ Quick. Yep, Yuck Mouth. I was listening to uh, a lot of a lot of Cubes, a lot of Cube, and, and Cube actually got a lot of his early production from the East Coast, which I found out later. Uh, yeah, like the Bob Squad for America's Most Wanted. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so a lot of my influence, rapping and production-wise, is is from the West Coast. So that's why I like using synths so much. That's why I like using live um, live instrumentation a lot. I like incorporating a lot of strings and pianos. It's just a sound that I kind of grew to love, um, even when I'm doing trap stuff. Like, if, if I'm making a beat from down south, I'm still incorporating some type of West Coast element or, or even our own elements here in Detroit. Um, but it's it's just like a hybrid. It's kind of, I kind of got my own sound that way. Um, just just combining all these different elements and, and uh, sources that I, I came up on. Well, it's all about like a pre, because like you don't have to be like from the West Coast to make West, like to like actually love it too. Like, look at MC Breed; he was from Michigan, and everybody thought right. he was from the West Coast. Right, Exhibit too. Exhibit from Detroit. Oh yeah, yeah. I keep forgetting <laughs> that too. Yeah. Yeah, Snoop. Uh, Snoop from still from uh, Long Beach, but he actually lived in Detroit for a minute too. Yeah. Um, who else? I think Kurup was born on the East Coast, too. He was born in Harlem, and he went out to the West. It's like, people don't know, like, even Pac yeah. lived out in Harlem as well. But people yeah. should know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you said you were a rapper as well, too. Did you go by Diz, or would you rap name something else? It, <laughs> it's always been Diz. Um, okay. It's, like, been a form of Diz. So, I mean, it wasn't... I've narrowed it down to my brother Diz at this point for everything, just because it just rings off better. It's easy to to recognize but i started off as m dizzle um started off as m diz with like the m dot diz and i just dropped down the diz because that's kind of what everybody called me but now with the production and doing my tag ringing off so well with my brother diz i kind of just was like i'm gonna just use this i'm gonna just roll with this you know you're gonna know you're getting something dope whether it be a beat or a verse if you hear my brother diz so uh, that's kind of went with oh no so sorry to cut you off keep going yeah no no that's, that's it Oh, okay. Um, can you, because every artist and producer remembers the very first shark. Can you remember your very first placement? Um, first placement. It's gotta be, okay, so <laughs> my placements have been kind of low. Like, honestly, it's been really, it really started popping off this year with Crook. Okay. But as far as beats or people that's rapped on my beats or, uh, uh, I got a feature for on my beats. Um, before Chavis well blew up like to where he is now, amazing artist. Um, you, he's on um, Royce's last album. Oh, Chavis Chandler, I'm aware of yeah. We uh, we used to um, do shows at uh, the Air up there, so we'd be on the same uh, same showcase, whatever. And we kind of that's that's my guy. So we I. I had did a song for him called Seven Mile. Okay. Uh, so that was vast. That's one of them uh, deep cuts. You got to kind of dig, dig and find that one. <laughs> um, I did, uh, one, I got Kid Vicious on the beat on our last uh, official album, Heavy's the Head, with me and L.Y. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know that you have chemistry of L.Y. as well. Yes, yes, that's my guy. Shout out to L Y L dot Y dot, as he would say. Um, that's been my guy. We we went to high school together, so it kind of just worked. Um, and let me try to think who else I had. I got a lot of things planned. Yeah. So <laughs> that's what I can say. I can say that I have a lot of things planned. Okay, well, uh, like Crook, the... I, I would say Crook. Even before the weekly started, I had Crook 
on a beat with L.Y. L.Y. got a song with him called Everybody Down. Um, and that's actually the first time I got Crick on a beat, actually. Oh, wow. Okay. It's not bad for the first three placements down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been blessed. Um, so I was curious, too. Um, you went to high school with uh, Um I was curious, too. Like, did you, like always did the music with him or that kind of came later after high school <laughs> it's funny we even got a song about this but um so when we were actually in high school together our senior year um it's kind of when we got to know of each other okay. so we had a mutual friend that was like yo my boy uh he was called lyrics at the time my boy lyrics um he spit he rap bro you got a link with him he's the same friend is talking to him like yo i got a guy named dizzle he spit, he rap, you got a link with him. We were young, so we kind of like saw each other's competition more than let's link and then build. <laughs> so, so we like, eh, I'm going to just keep doing my thing and uh, try to keep uh, keep showing off, trying to get, get get these verses off. Yeah. But eventually, the, the next year, um, we went to, we, we, we graduated in 08. So 09, I was going to Michigan State. He was going to Wayne State. It's in downtown Detroit. Um, so um, we had another mutual friend. He was actually dorm mates with my, my boy, uh, Kareem. I was going to visit him. I brought my laptop. I was just playing beats. So we was just in there just playing beats. Uh, L.Y. walked in because, you know, it's his room. <laughs> L.Y. walked in. <laughs> Kareem was like, yo, check. It is my boy Diz. I know you, you, you know him from Cass. Hey, spit some on this. This is his beat. But it's yours? Like, yeah. So at that point, he just started spitting. So then it, I'm like, all right, let me get my verse in. So it became this whole cypher. We kind of gained respect for each other right there. We actually got that cypher on our last album. Okay. That's so good it's like a nice little Easter egg. Yeah, it's like a little Easter egg. But that's kind of it. So 08, we was right. It was 09, that's when we actually linked and started making music together. I like how you said Easter egg, too. You must be a gamer. Oh, of course. <laughs> um, I'm cool and all with the music, but like I'm, I'm a nerd for sure. Oh, yeah, I'm a, <laughs> I, I'm, a I'm a nerd too, bro. Like, yeah, I feel you. I'm, I'm curious. Wait, like, what are you into? Like RPGs? Like, uh, I'm in a little bit of everything. I'm just not getting my beat wet, beat wet with like JRPGs outside of Kingdom Hearts. Okay. Uh, so, like right now, I'm playing Persona Five. It's pretty dope. Yeah, that um, game is quite a hell of a game. Yeah, I was looking everywhere for that Final Fantasy. But when you first started that game, I was like, "Yo, if you never played Persona game, you have no idea what you're in for." Right? Yeah, I'm like, this is this is why I like the music. I just like the art style. I like the that's what grabs me too. Is the art style too? It's like something you don't see often. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's 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 really dope. I like the artistic elements. I'm like, okay, I can get with this. And then um, outside of that, I like competitive stuff, fighting games, playing Mortal Kombat. Um, what else? Uh, I'm good with shooters. Right now, I'm on that Gears 5. Okay. Uh, I play, one. Of course, I play 2K. Uh, play FIFA. FIFA's my joint, too. Okay. Um, Not a lot of people play, play FIFA. The only people I actually know who play FIFA is actually the actor who plays Ghost from Power. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. FIFA is. Uh, I don't watch soccer at all. Like I mean, I, oh no I, way! And you play FIFA? That's crazy. 
Yeah, it's crazy. And I, I, I don't know who. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know the players I'm playing. I know how to play the game. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just a competitive person. I like the flow of it. I like how hard you got to work to get one goal. It's just it's dope. I like that patience. Um, but other than that, oh, I like adventure games. Um, play a lot of Tomb Raider. I play Uncharted. I'm waiting on that Last of Us 2 to come out. Yeah, I, I, I keep the showing it off, too. Yeah, that's gonna be fire. Um, um, PlayStation, holler at me. I'm trying to go down to E3, man. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you'd be surprised some of the people that show up at E3. Yeah, I remember they had like the game and Snoop Dogg like do playing like the new Call of Duty. I was like, oh, you know there was weed up in there. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a nice little gaming session. Ah, that's one thing I do want to do. Is it's a lot of people I want to play get just play Madden with. I'm sure they'll kill me, but it's just the whole aspect of it. I want to play with Snoop. I want to play with Game. I want to play. Who else I know play? I want to play with Ice T. I know Ice T play a lot of Call Ice of Duty. Play Madden. That's crazy. I know. Yeah, Ice T is a gamer. Gamer. Uh, Damn, I never would have suspected that. Wow, I looked something. I didn't either. I heard him in the interview, but he was he, he said he played a lot of Call of Duty. Okay. And he's like, he got the headset, he's on there talking, like he's serious. So I'm like, yeah, I got to play with him. Um, you said um, that um, you always wanted to try to play Madden with Snoop Dogg or the game, too. I was curious, that you ever try, because sometimes they drop their game or take on their Have you ever tried to join one of their games? No, I haven't, because usually, because <laughs> we're on different times, by the time he on, it's probably super late over here, so he'd probably be on at like right. 10 there, it'd be like 3, 2 in the morning here, 3 in the morning, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to just right. catch you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was curious, too, like, um, you're a producer who charges for his beats, too, as opposed to just to giving them out for free. I was curious, when did, like, the very first time that you started realizing it's like, Wow, I'm going to start charging for my beats as opposed to just to giving them out. Uh, I mean, even now, I might give them out. It just depends on the opportunity. So okay. uh, you got you to gotta treat it like a business. So if if the service, if I'm giving away a beat, sometimes I might be asking for a verse from somebody. So that's obviously going to be some some artist that I, I, I've linked with that I'm a big fan of or, or somebody that... Uh, that would end up charging me for a verse, but if we could do it in fair exchange, I could do that. Um, but a lot of times, just trying to get placement on big things because um, right now, I'm—I mean, as much as long as I've been making beats and doing music, this year has really been the year that everything kicked off for me. So, even like with this weekly series, uh, Crook really gave me a chance on this one. Like he—I mean, I did my work, which is what got his attention, but at the same time. I recognize that he is really putting me in a place um, that I normally wouldn't be in. It had had he not been like, you know, you know what, I like you, you dope. I feel like you will be the perfect element for these weekly. So, really, ever since the weekly started, that's kind of when I've been like, okay, I'm starting to understand. You know, I mean, I always thought I was dope, but now I'm getting that badge of honor. Like, yes, Diz is that guy. <laughs> so at that point, now my value is up. Now I can start, you know, pricing pricing them appropriately. But I still work with people, so it, it really depends on, you know, the artist, the situation, um, you know, what. Once we get the, it's going, it's it's half art, half business. So yeah, well, it's all about attaching your brand to it too, as well. Right, right. So you don't want to um, attach it to nothing that that'll devalue the brand. Um, 
but at the same time, you also want to give everybody the opportunity, you know, to, to prove themselves. So, just like I had to prove myself, so. Well, yeah, because everyone's got to start somewhere, too. Yeah. I bet you, because, like, I bet you when people here, like, barred up or, like, or, like the happy now, I bet you people just, like, hit you up. It's like, yo, who the hell is this producer? Yeah, yeah, and I'm, uh, <laughs> it seems like I, I've kind of figured out the, the my, my, uh, method to my madness a lot of times uh producers if it's producers listening right now make sure you promo them them songs and when you do a song for somebody promo those songs like they're your very own because technically half of it is you so you know you need to promote promote it you need to be active if you see the artist posting on their page get on their page right under there any song crook post something i'm reposting it i'm going in the comments i'm liking every comment i'm commenting i'm interacting with people so people know okay that tag oh my brother Diz, i heard that before i'm gonna go to his page follow him and now we got traffic coming to me and it just bleeds over some of my other uh like my my rapping and and my group and it's just it's it's been just being real active on social media, making myself, making my presence known, and also you know promoting it like, hey, half of this work was mine too. So, well, well, yeah, because like you're technically you're making the beat that they're bobbing their head to. It's not like they're bobbing head just to the, like just the lyrics. That would be bad right. rap. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and I mean, Crook gave you plenty to bob with without beat anyway. But oh, yeah, it's exactly. just, it's, that perfect chemistry is is dope. I, I really just appreciate this whole experience. Well, like, even like flipping like certain samples too, like classic samples too. It's like wow, this is like that's, <laughs> that's new, but it's like it's it's history in the making. That's what I like about it. And that's and that brings that that. That's why that brings us right back to how I was in high school when I was making beats and listening to music. I was listening to stuff ten years, <laughs> ten years older than what everybody else is listening. So I'm trying to. I started from the beginning, so I was listening to that old LL, listening to that 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 uh that old Nas, listening to that old Jay Z, that Reasonable Doubt. So I had all them samples, all that stuff is in my head. Like these are classics. Yeah. I can flip them to make them sound like. Something that would come out today. I mean, that's kind of what they were doing back then. They was flipping older songs. Exactly. Uh, that and they they were at that time in the nineties. They were new. So that's kind of I'm just keeping that tradition alive. Well, and nowadays too, like it's so much more easy with the technology we have access to as well. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a lot. You have. I will say I, I, we do have the cheat sheet now because back in the day you had to get the the vinyl. You had to find the. <laughs> Oof, that's tough. Shout out to DJ Premier, Prem. That guy is a god. But yeah. it's like it's a lot easier now. Um, he still does it, uh, you know, the, the OG way, and that's why he sound his music sounds OG, sounds classic. Even his new songs, even the the Prime Prime One and Two sound, it's like that's Prem. You know what I mean? Yet it's new and it's that's dope how he does that so I'm just trying to establish my brand so it's like that's Diz right there you know cause I don't know I, I'm trying to make sure my music is around for a long time well it also makes like a timeless artist too when they actually know like sorry, a timeless producer when they know the history what came before them right uh, I was curious too when you were listening to the oldest things too like 
How are you getting your music? Like, did you have to use, like, LimeWire or Torrent? Because, like, LimeWire would fuck your computer right up back in the day. Yeah. And it's funny. I was using a lot of that stuff. I was using Lime. I think LimeWire was the last one I used. It's funny that I was using that and I kind of killed the industry that I'm in right now. So I was like, I'm just putting poison in my own water. But, uh, yeah, I used a lot of LimeWire. I think I, I started off with, what was that? It was so many, but I think I ended up I ended up on LineWire. That's where I would get the four albums. It just seemed like it was easier to to filter through all the fake files because you know you had those ones that were like, oh, new Ice Cube featuring Snoop, Soldier Boy, Tupac, Biggie. I'm like, all right, this uh, isn't real. Uh, this is fake as hell. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Two kilobytes file. Like, nah, this ain't this ain't it. But yeah, LineWire was the was the move back then. Okay, um, so when you're making a cra- or sorry, crafting a beat as well too, like, do you have to like take a walk or like, because like every producer gets inspired in own certain ways, or do you just like, go straight in the lab, just like, I'm making beat today? Uh it's both kind of. It's however I'm feeling. So uh, even with me having to do beats and at a higher rate with the weeklies, I'm I'm just a lot of times I'm just listening to music. Um, or I, I come up on an old playlist I have on my computer. And I'm like, oh, I forgot about this one. I wonder if I could flip this. And it's really just me filtering through all of this dope music I got and trying to figure out what would what I can enhance, what I can kind of replicate as far as how that original sound was. It's, a lot, it's harder to do boom bap beats. Okay. Um, I try not to... Uh, tr- make those trappy you know because that boom bap that griminess that slightly off beat 808 or slightly off beat kick that's on this on the song that is what gives it character so i try to keep it if i if i do sample boom bap i try to keep that essence of um gruffness and rawness but um yeah it's really just if i'm inspired i could just be chilling at the crib, hear something, I'm like, oh, you know what? Let me get on this right now before I forget. And I just get to making the beat. Or sometimes, um, I don't know, I just, it's really just inspiration. I could just, I could just be playing the game one day, hear something on the game that is on, like, soundtrack. <laughs> I'm like, yo, let me flip this. Like, I got a, uh, we got a project coming out that I actually sampled the credits on Dishonored 2. <laughs> Pretty dope. Okay. <laughs> that game's hard as hell to beat. I ain't going okay front. Yeah, yeah, I know. Just to get to the credits for me to find a sample. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, so you're not opposed to that too, because I was gonna ask that too, but you kind of already answered that too. You're not opposed to sampling gaming too. Okay. Yeah, games is dope. I, I think the first game I sampled was <laughs> probably never find this song, but um. It's a song we got called uh, Another Level. I sampled, actually sampled Tetris. Okay. And I chopped it up. And the only reason I found that melody to be like sample worthy is because I was on YouTube listening to it. And I think I hit something that made it rewind. But the way that it, the part that it started at and the part that it kept looping, because I kept hitting the wrong button, I was like, ooh, that sound. If I could replicate that, <laughs> put a beat on. That's kind of good, <laughs> right? So that's why I kind of I did Tetris. I did um, Donkey Kong Country Two. 
Um, oh wow, that those, those Donkey Kong soundtracks had one like crazy soundtrack. For the yeah, I want to know who the producer was for those because those were, I mean, for us to only be sixteen bit sounds. They every, were every pretty, level had some different theme in that. Yeah, a lot of a lot of ambiance, a lot of atmosphere with it. It's very theatrical, like like it set that so cinematic. That's the one. It was real cinematic. Like even Drake sampled it for um, okay, Six God. Yeah, yeah, Six God. So I even knew where that level was from. I'm like, yo, this is from that roller coaster <laughs> level in Donkey Kong. Yeah, that, I yeah, swear, that, that uh, honey, the honey roller coaster joint. I was like, yeah. That was my. I played all the Donkey Kong Country. So yeah, I signed with that. Um, Sonic got. I signed up with Sonic Three, actually too. Uh, Sonic got a lot of good production. I know Michael Jackson. I don't know if he actually produced. Uh, yeah, Sonic I was gonna 3, bring that up too. Yeah. Or if he was wrong, or he was supposed to produce Sonic Three. It was one or the other. But I feel like he. Some of those songs on there sound like it had that Michael Jackson touch to it. And you never know, right? Because, like, the industry, like, they would hide a lot of things like that, too. Like, um, right. I never knew Pusha T wrote the, the McDonald's jingle to recently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, it was a full song with Justin Timberlake. And he, yeah, they, they wrote that. So, that, bum, 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 I'm loving it, was... <laughs> Push T's writing. Written by an ex drug dealer. I still find that crazy. Right. <laughs> and I saw in an interview um, that he regretted that because he he got paid up front instead of getting that. Oh, wow. That royalty money. money. Yeah, so he kind of lost on that. But he finally made it up. Um, I actually had a bar about it. Uh, I say, uh, uh, people want drug money like Push. I want a stake in Arby's. 40% would make my money in sin. Do your research. People like the Arby's percent. They got a lot going on, but they never do. People talk cash, but it's never about the revenue. So, Whew. Push actually has a stake in Arby's right now. He is behind. We got the meats. Let's push. Great. Wow. And he gets 40% of that commercial every time. <laughs> wow, I never knew that. Wow, no wonder Push yeah. looking out here fresh as hell at Coachella. <laughs> yeah, boys, he got his hand in a lot of stuff: fashion, business, promotion, uh, marketing. Yeah. Um, are you are you big on artwork too? When it comes to like making like your own uh, projects, if you want uh, ly. You said what? You said. Are you big on artwork too? Like having like certain type of artwork for like either yeah. a single or even like the main cover. Yeah, um, it's funny. The person that was doing our artwork, but that does most of our artwork. Actually, he's still doing our artwork. Um, is he used to go by Rope Shot? His name is Miles High. Um, he is fire. I was. I've been working with him since 2009 before he even got his name out he's living out in cali right now living oh, wow. his life doing that putting putting in work with the art uh so look up look up miles high anybody in that in that area um but he's dope he did our videos he did our artwork anytime the only other person that does our artwork is me and i'm not that good but i have certain artistic elements where I'm a, i like a lot of minimalism so I kind of get away with a lot of stuff. It's like, that look kind of dope. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't it's, like, like it's, it's like, it's not a lot going on, but it's dope. 
So that's kind of been my little trademark. Uh, doing a lot with uh, very little. Kind of even how my beats go. I got my beats sound bigger than where they're actually coming from. <laughs> well, look at Jay Dilla. Look what they made with just such little they had. Right. Definitely. Shout out to Jay Dilla. Right, big shout out to Dilla. Um, I was curious, too, because you said um, you use like Fruity Loops and stuff like that, too. Um, have you ever used like an SP-12 or things like that? I have not. I'm trying to get into using NPCs, like actual, the actual program, because a lot of my stuff is just hooked up through. I, I actually use Logic now, Apple Logic. But okay. A lot of my stuff just runs as a uh, MIDI through Apple Logic, but I would like a standalone um, sampler, like an NPC. Um, so I'm working on that. I was trying to learn it, just learn the software before I go full head on into it. Um, but Yeah, because you want to learn something as opposed to blowing a bunch of money trying to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> spend all this money and then it's just collecting dust because I didn't figure it out. I'm like, let me, I got a lot of um, access to certain things because of connects I have. So I'm like, let me just play with these and then we'll go from there. Maybe I'll get my own. Okay. Um, I also noticed too when I clicked on the link, uh, you uh, sell your beats to Airbit too. How did you find Airbit too for the people who are quite are wondering on how they can do that as well? For sure, uh, I really just googling a lot of my stuff. Uh, I'm I'm doing all this out of pocket by myself. So merchandise, I'm I'm always googling. Hey, what is the best way to get this distribution done? Get the uh, printing done? Get the shipping done? Uh, even with my music, so with, with I just found that Airbit was perfect for me. Um, it 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 uh, hey Airbit, give me a sponsorship. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gave the plug too, please. Right, I'm giving y'all this plug. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's just a dope platform. Uh, I use a lot of different. I use Sound uh, Click before. Oh, okay, so uh, it's just not on Airbit. Yeah, yeah. I've used. I mean, you you look at my Sound Click stuff, it's gonna be kind of rough. So I. Wouldn't waste your time. Okay. But the <laughs> I haven't used SoundClick since like 2010. Oh, but wow. Airbit Air is really, I don't know, it's just perfect for kind of how I wanted my setup to be. Um, I used to have like a website. I used to have um, like a lot of what you see other producers have. Yeah. But with them on the level of that I am right now, because I'm still growing, um, I'm figuring I got about two or three clicks. I can get two or three clicks out of people before they just give up. So Airbit allows me to just have a store that I could just put in my profile. So you don't have to go to a website and click on my name and search and click. And that's a lot of dedication that unfortunately in this society, attention spans are low. Yeah, so I'm like, crazy. Airbit. It's crazy. If I could just say, go to my link in my profile and you get beats. Everybody loves that. Yeah. You buy them right there on your phone. They get emailed to you along with the paperwork. So, yeah, whoever, Every, whoever made that link in bio should actually get uh, some some royalties on that. Right. <laughs> that was a, that is the best um, probably uh, impl implications of, of the Instagram software that they could have did. Yeah. Link in bio, A1. Stop <laughs> you, guy. Um, I was curious too. Do you update your like uh, new beats frequently? Yeah, uh, I try to do it every week or every two weeks because a lot of stuff still be there. Um, okay, but uh, you know, just supply and demand. So yeah, if if I'm selling a few or if, if somebody uh, getting exclusive uh, buy exclusive rights to something, it's going to automatically take it out of my store. So I try to. Um, 
I'll replace it with a new beat. Okay. But uh, yeah, I'm just I'm in there frequently, just looking at the traffic. It's just a, a lot of leases right now, so a lot of stuff still up for grabs for people. If y'all want to grab some, um, but yeah, prices are fair too. For what he do been doing too, his prices are fair. So I advise everyone yeah. what's happened. Right, right. Um, this is why I love when our artists, producers, DJs, because I got to separate the DJs from producers because there's a difference too, but the love is still there. Um, yeah. This is why I love when they do interviews too, because they can always tell stories that you can't really tell within just making a beat too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, what was that call from like Crooked, like knowing that you were going to be a part of their weekly series too? Because like that's one big look. Yeah, that one. <laughs> it's funny because I kind of was setting all the chess pieces up. Um, and the last of what it is, a lot about, I'm sorry, that, it, that's what a lot of this music industry is, is as an independent artist is setting your chess pieces up and waiting for the opportunity to come. You're trying to wait for that one move. Cause once, once that one move hits, you're like, boom, I got him. Checkmate. So again, like I remember I said, um, I first got crook on a beat. Yeah. With um, LY. With LY. That was a year maybe a year and a half before the weekly series. So, boom, we got him on the beat. He already familiar with My Brother Diz Make This. He heard that. He liked my production. He rapped on it. But, you know, he probably just, that's a one-off. I heard that. That was dope. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so, he had a show here. Uh, actually, me and L.Y. had a show. We were performing at. He was, uh, he, he was making an appearance at the show. He came. Uh, we gave him Heavy as the Head. So, he saw it. Now, he has a face. Boom. He sees me. Might not remember me, but oh, oh, wait a minute! I think I did a song with these dudes, so it's like boom, boom, chess pieces connecting. So that happened. Then I got a guy from the Bronx named Universal. Shout out to him. Uh, that's my bro right there. He put me, gave me a lot of good looks. I produced his last album, seventeen seventy seven, seventeen seventy five, Clay Avenue. Uh, produced that whole album. Write that down. Tap in. Right, <laughs> seventeen. So one seven seven five Clay Avenue, Universal, from the Bronx. Fire. Uh, produced that whole album. He he was working on a, another song um, that he wanted to send Crook. So I made I had two beats on deck that I knocked out, sent it to him. So he sent Crook both of those beats. Of course, they start off with my brother Diz made this. He heard both of them. Both of them fire. He's like, oh my god, who who made these? So he's like, my boy Diz, my boy uh, Diz made this, clearly. Uh, <laughs> <Diz made> <laughs> my boy Diz, I want to, uh, you want to link with him? Like, yeah, yes, uh, uh, see if he want to link. So, Universal hit me up, boom, uh, hey, Crook heard the beats, he said, he's fired, he want to link with you, is it cool if I give him uh, your number? I'm like, yeah, come on, man, that's <laughs> So send him, he sent the number to Crook, Crook hit me up about an hour later, like, yo, listen, the the beats that you sent were fire. I I, I want to try some. I want to use that um one of those other beats that Universal had. He said it was cool. I just wanted to get your you know see if it was cool. If I use that beat. I'm like yes, go ahead, man. That's yours, man. Hell yeah, go ahead. Yeah. That that song actually ended up being BC with okay. the Lauren Hill sample. So that's when that dropped. So after that dropped. We got the love. Everybody's like, oh, who made this? I like this. So now it's kind of like, okay, now even Crooks fans is like, yo, who did whoever you working with, did this producer? 
Keep doing it. <laughs> Keep doing that. <laughs> so, <laughs> chess piece is set up again. So he hit me up like, hey, man, I'm thinking about re- reviving the weekly series. Um, and I'm thinking, like, if you could keep up, you know, maybe we could do the do the flips of the classic samples, give it a new a new feel, and, and we drop them every week. If you get, I know it's a lot. It's going to be real busy. It's going to be a lot of work. I'm like, hey, man, I'm down. So that's kind of how that went. So at that point, first song he dropped was... Um, uh, 96GS. Yeah. And, uh, that was, that was history. From there, it was just, it just got better and better. Kind of found our pocket, found our chemistry. He came out to Detroit one day. We linked. That was cool. It was just, it's dope. It's just been dope. It's been unbelievable. All I've been doing is, is just giving him all the thanks, man. And, 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 and uh, Shouting him out anytime I can, and also seize an opportunity to, to to make more more connections, do more networking. So you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to working with a lot of different people. And and also too, like that's a piece of history too, because people been asking for him to do this for so long. Yeah, and Ly, he was listening to <laughs> the first weeklies uh, that he did, um, and actually he got shouted out. <laughs> Uh, on one of the weeklies and okay. we end up using that clip at the beginning of everybody down which is the song he has with crook that was just a dope little another easter egg you know like oh man hell <laughs> walker shouted out back and he was in high school come full circle now they got a whole song together this is dope just a dope look <laughs> it does it really does yeah you know uh he yeah he also appeared on the show too he was like he was one of my very first guests. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. I was actually on your page. I was going through a lot. Of, yeah, a lot of dope guests, man. Oh, I, I got to be part of this. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. Well, I was going to say, because it's been on the go, too. I've been, uh, I've been like, trying to make room. I was like, damn, what's the perfect time where I can get this guy? And then all of a sudden, I just clicked. I was like, oh, I got it. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm glad. I'm glad you got me on your platform. I definitely appreciate it, bro. Well, it's because too, because like I'm not too sure if um you're a believer of destiny too, because like every time when I discover a new artist, I always want to like hear something what they have to say outside of the music too. Whether it's like a producer or an artist too, and I noticed like half the time you can never find stuff like them too, and half the time I remember I'm like, yo, I could just reach out and give these guys a platform too so it, this is all new to me too as well too so <laughs> i feel you on this shit being also so unsurreal too yeah man it's it's dope and uh i you you definitely found that lane because honestly nowadays i listen to more podcasts and i listen to music right now just because i'm more so trying to figure out new ways to tackle things new topics that's my news really and I also get to learn about people outside of the music I like hearing about Pusha um, having a stake in Arby's instead of yeah. <laughs> instead of when the album coming out I like hearing stuff like that like oh he got married or or like or just like like how I just provided hey I'm a gamer I like playing Persona 5 like that's the type of stuff I want to hear from other artists you know so yeah that's a dope lane just just keep reaching out to people keep uh getting that that information that that cool like behind the scenes information outside of music let's get to know the pe- the person behind the, the bars well and also behind the beats too because like he's yeah. one of the most standout producers like beat on like they appeared on the show it gives like 
I never knew he used to make beats off a of PlayStation before. I was like, he used to make beats <laughs> off a of PlayStation? That's crazy. That is fire. I don't know if you ever did that before. Did you ever do that before back then? I'm wishing I did because that sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds cool. I, I pretty much just been doing it off the computer. Okay. Actually, you know what? The, the most obscure way I made a beat is <laughs> I had a keyboard, a 55 key keyboard. It's old, doesn't connect to the computer or do anything special. doesn't have a bunch of programs on it. It just has... You know, your sound bank's got a bunch of instruments, and you could probably record, like, two layers. Okay. So I would I would record my drum kits on the keyboard, so I, I have, like, a nice little drum loop going. No metronome, so it was the beat being on, I mean, it being on beat kind of shaky, but it, it worked because that's all I had when I was 13. And then I would take some keys, play some keys over those beats so really i was making beats just with the keyboard i just had no way to like export them and like use them or anything like that but yeah and that's kind of my experience. audio for him right it was kind of just like this is the beat and now once i turn this off it's gone forever so. <laughs> <laughs> so Not no rough. saving this bitch. <laughs> right <laughs> it's just rap no rapping on it it's just my little five minutes of having fun oh. Um, so I was curious too when uh you you make your beats on the laptop obviously too. Did you ever take your laptop and just make like the most craziest beat in like some place like I don't know, like maybe like at a bus shelter or like even like a stairwell or things like that? Because I love when producers share stories like that. It's like I took my laptop and made this beat on the train. For sure. I used to um <laughs> so I went to Michigan State. Michigan State is about an hour fifteen, depending on how you you know, how you driving. Okay. About an hour fifteen away from Detroit. So I used to have my laptop and anytime I'm going back and forth, uh maybe riding with people, I used to make beats in the car. I just <laughs> just okay. have my headphones on, make a beat in the car real quick. Some of them I had, we actually kept, other ones it was like, eh, probably need a little more polish. Um <laughs> I was at the set aside. Right. Um, I made beats. Um, oh, I've made beats before a show before. I've had okay. to make edits before, right before we go on stage. That was intense. Oh, like wow. disarming a bomb. Like, oh, I got 10 minutes to clean this. Like, we'd get to the show. <laughs> and then they'd be like, oh, yeah, this is a, it's a clean show. So we can't. I'm like, oh, man. So I got to go in, take out all the ad libs for cursing in it. It's just, it was, that was, Stressful, but uh, yeah, that having a laptop and being mobile, I find myself making beats pretty much anywhere. Now, my new thing is to go right on my little balcony in my apartment, just make beats. Any well, during the summer, now it's about to get a little colder, yeah. Here, but <laughs> during the summer, you just go out there, just make beats when the sun's going down. There's just a cool vibe, just you can hear it in the music. Some of the weeklies was done on that balcony. Shout out to that balcony, man. <laughs> yeah, shout out to that balcony. There's a fireman in that balcony, damn. Okay, so that's good. Okay, that's actually good to know that you're not opposed to, like, just working in one certain place. That's good. Yeah. Um, A couple of your most favorite rappers out there, too. I'm just curious. Whew, I got a variety. So right well, now... You can name them off, don't worry. <laughs> it's hard now because I, I hate I would hate to miss. So I'm gonna start off Royce. Royce okay. is one of my is my probably my favorite rapper. Uh, Royce M. 
Um, we got Crook, of course. Um, we got, I listen to a lot of Schoolboy Q, listen to a lot of Kendrick, uh, listen to J. Cole, um, J. Rock. Also, basically, pretty much TDE. I love TDE. Love this song. Uh, Scarface. Very, oh, wow. I, okay. I don't want to say underrated, but I feel like, and so it, depending on who you talk to, he's underrated. Scarface probably one of, is definitely in my top 10. Um, of course, the obvious, Biggie and Pac, the classics. Yeah. I try not to go with the obvious. We all know Jay Z. Like, those are <laughs> obvious. Um, but, um, hmm, who I listen to this? It's really fire. Buddy, uh, oh, he's not really a rapper, it's a singer in Cali. Buddy, I rock with Buddy. Oh. Uh, Boogie, Boogie's fire. Oh, yes, some shady, yes. Yeah. Um, uh, who, I'm what about Gazella? You big on Gazella? <laughs> I just got put on. <laughs> they bring me back to a good time. Oh, a very scary time, but a good time. Griselda was fu- Benny the Butcher. Shout out to them. Man, fire right now. Man, I remember I, when we came back from Cali. We put them on just randomly. Like, let's just see what they're talking about. I, I'm, I, big fan now. Okay, <laughs> I'm be, I'm be copying everything they drop. Um, and it's also too like you don't really see like um, a crew that is kind of backed behind Rock Nation and Shady too. Like that's crazy. And that sound, that sound is just so. Gr- I love that grimy, that that just like it's the production is perfect, unpolished yet perfect. It's just it's like throw on a soul sample, chop it up a little bit. I might EQ the the kicks and snares of the sample, but just rock on that loop right there. That's fire. I, I love, and then the, the content they talk about, the bars is so hit so hard. Yeah, man, shout out to Griselda. They they got it. They got the formula. Yeah, it's crazy. Like some of the things too. It's like kind of makes me want to do this. But I was like, no, I work a nine to five. I'm good. Right, right. <laughs> like, I want to. No, I ain't gonna hit these streets like that. I'm man. not hitting no leg. Take the money from right. the fuck's house. I'm good. I'm take my ass home. <laughs> Right, I'm just staying in my house. I'm okay. Let's um, if you're a fan of the Joe Budden podcast here, when they talk about that, it's just hilarious. Hilarious, Maul is my guy. Funny, hilarious. I listen to them all the time. They actually came, did one of their live shows here, so I was there for that. I was pretty dope. Okay. But, oh, you actually think, seen them live? Yeah, yeah, they're dope. They're funny. It's that whole chemistry. Just seeing it on stage is hilarious. Seeing Joe Budden. Uh, trying to get, <laughs> trying to put Maul in like he he finds like because Maul is such a cool dude. Joe Button trying to find elements of him that's not. They are trying to not square. <laughs> that whole chemistry is hilarious. And it's crazy too, like cause most people that are, they're like, oh, he used to be that rapper from Pumping Up, but it's like I think he has his media career is way bigger than his rap career ever was. <laughs> Definitely, I mean, Pump It Up is definitely still a classic to me. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, uh, Even Fire with Buster Gone, because I was in the same right. album. Uh, yeah, but yeah, Joe Budden is definitely, I feel like he's much happier where he is now. And his being part of the media, being a, a voice uh, for a lot of uh, artists and the creatives. He's, he's just seems much happier. He seems like he's having a lot more fun. Even his earlier episodes in the podcast, he sounds like he sounds like he's having a lot more fun now that he's understanding his space and how to how to kind of 
get what he wants out of it. There was somebody said that he was saying to academics on everyday struggle. He was just cussing them right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Joe Budden says this, like, it's, even though he seemed as the angry hater uh, on during that time, he, at the same time, he knows it's, it's still entertainment. Yeah. So he's put that extra on it. So he's going to sound madder and angrier and more passionate than he really, you know, because, you know, hey, it's, is we getting hits for uh, Joe Budden seeming like the angry old guy? <laughs> he just be passionate. It's just that's how he he delivers. And at the same time, he knows it's entertaining, so he, he puts that extra on. And in my opinion, it, no offense to Star and Wayno, but that show hasn't been the same since uh, Budden left. Yeah, it seemed like I don't want to hate on that because just case I might be on there, but yeah, like it just seemed. Um, I will say that. I follow Joe from that sh- from that back to his podcast. I feel like a lot of the fan base that he may have grown there went to his podcast yeah, as well. Or I still listen, probably still watch Everyday Struggle, um, but you know I will say that a lot of the fan base went over to that podcast. It just seemed like it was a little more laid back and fun over there. And I love how like he's just like so unapologetic because he'll let you know in the podcast what happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everybody like the day after it's like oh shit okay and he's not embarrassed about anything or he'll put it on the line even if he is embarrassed he'll put it on the line just for the entertainment it's funny a lot of stuff I just like when they I mean outside of talking about music and, and he puts a real light on how um, streaming is affecting the industry yes. um, I like just them joking it just seemed like I'm sitting in a room with my, my homies just kicking it when they get to like clowning on each other, and, and that chemistry is, you can tell it's authentic. It's not like they just meet up because they got a job to do. Yeah, they do it for the love of it. Right. Um. So this is a question that I ask all of my guests at the end of each episode too, and um, the reason why I ask this question is because no individual can ever answer this question the same too. Also, there could be a young kid out there who really looks up to you and actually hears this interview. Is like, wow, that actually saved my life. So, if yeah. actually that being said, um, do you have any words for somebody in a dark place trying to see the light? Definitely. Um, hey, man, uh, we're here for you, but man, I mean, we're we're here for you, buddy. Uh, whoever needs to hear this, man, holla at me. Even if you if if you know me if you're if you're if you're a friend or if you're a follower, uh, I'll let me man. Show me a DM, man. Let me know if you if you just need somebody to talk to, man. I'm always responding. You know what I'm saying? Let me let's get let's work you out of that dark place. I'm no therapist. I could just you know if you just want to talk to somebody, have a conversation. They don't got to be dealing with anything regarding what you're going through. If you just need some type of energy, just talk to me, man. I'll let me talk to somebody. If it's not me. Talk to somebody. It's really important. Um, I I got a lot of family. I've been through a lot of heartache and heartbreaks, uh, dealing with like mental illness and dealing with depression, dealing with anxiety. So you you def it's definitely a good idea to want to talk to somebody. To looking to talk to a therapist if if you can, and also just try to concentrate on doing things you love. You know, anything that brings you happiness, if if that happiness is I'm you know what, I'm going to catch this one episode of my favorite show when it comes on, because that one hour I'm going to be happy. Do that. You know, if you want to play a game, do that. You want to go outside, do that. You want to not be around people. Do that. Sometimes you need time to yourself, but 
just make sure that you're um, handling whatever you're going through mentally um, and, and addressing it. Don't put it, don't, don't bury it, don't put it to the side. It's important because you're important. Uh, that's very inspirational. Answer. I hope some kid out there actually reaches out and is like, damn, that saved my life. Definitely. I, I, if I could do anything, let me know. Well, and it's also, too, the reason why I started this podcast, too, is because, like, to shed light on people. Because, like, every time when I listen to interviews, I always try to pick up something inspirational that the guest may say. So that's why I always ask that question at the end, because it could actually save someone. Yeah, definitely. And also, I would add this, because this has been my motto for this year. I've been calling it Diz 19. <laughs> Any goal you have, speak it into existence. But don't just speak it into existence. Speak it into existence and work towards it like you know it's going to happen. Like anytime, like before, when I was talking about chess pieces, setting it up, even before when I first sent Crook the song for BC, and my, I, I made it known. I talked to LY. I'm like, yo, I'm trying to be his go-to producer this year, at least for this year. I want to be the worst the error where somebody go to a certain producer. I want to be that producer for Crook. I worked, and we're doing the weeklies, you know? I'm no psychic. I'm not saying I, I'm just that cold. I'm just saying I worked for it. Put it, any goals you have, speaking into existence, and work towards it as if, as if you know it's going to happen. And with that, like, you never know what can happen. You just never, know. never know. I got a lot of stuff I'm speaking into existence that I'm hoping happens. And it's slowly but surely coming together. I know I got all the puzzle pieces. I'm just seeing how they fit. Now, destiny. I'm telling you, yeah. destiny. Definitely. Um, so with that being said, is there anything you like to plug in, uh, my brother, Diz, before I let you go? Yes. Um, so, yeah, follow me on all platforms. My brother, Diz. Uh, try to add me or holler at me on uh, PSN and Xbox Live. My brother did, you know. I try to get to y'all. Uh, it's hard to go through the friends' request. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna add you. you know. I'm gonna add you. Just look for like add me lows or from the desk low. I gotta switch that shit soon. All right, I got you. I'm gonna add you. Um, follow, follow me on all socials. Um, look out for new music. Um, right, we dropped that album. That I'm sorry, the EP three. We got the new, a new um, one coming out. Actually called EP. Uh, it's going to be like just like the, the follow up to that. Um, follow my 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 rap partner and my brother um, Ly. So it's L dot Y dot three one three. You come to my page. He's always on there. Take take a look at it. Um, and keep bumping the weeklies, man. And I mean, if you for some reason not following King Crooked, please go there and check out that. Um, follow him and check out that Life of, of a Bandana video. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <And> <laughs> right. That was fire. But then, that's it, really. Alright, with that being said, this is another classic. I know I say classic a lot, but I really do be dropping classics. It's another classic <laughs> interview from uh, the classic, <laughs> From the Desk Hello feature, my guy, my brother, Des. Yo, yo, what up?